What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Hi, Emily. <laughs> Eric, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Now, I think your mom told me that you were 80 years old. Is that right? No, seven. What? Seven? Oh, oh, 17 years old. My God. Seven. Okay, you're seven years old. You're getting awfully big. Are you wearing a What If World shirt? Yeah. Look, me too. Check yeah. it out. Twinsies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's do the whole podcast introduction thing because this is going to be like a real episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. What if kittens break a clock each Do you want to say hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Say it. Hey, folks. Welcome back to What If World. <laughs> That's right. The show where your questions and ideas inspire me to take naps. <laughs> no. No. I think they inspire off-the-cuff stories, right? Nice. Okay. So today we have a very, very special guest. Her name is Emily. And Emily is our very, very special contest winner. She wrote a review for What If World and was entered in this contest. And now she's here on the air for you for a story. Yeah. What was that? I just said yay. Oh, yay. <laughs> I feel the exact same way. Now we are going to tell a story, but I think we need a question to get started. Do you want to say something you like? and then say your what-if question? I do like Pokemon and dragons. Yeah, and what's your what-if question one last time? What if the dragon trainer review was real? Very, very good. Okay. Are you ready for your story? Uh, yeah. So then we add in the music later, but it goes something like... Once upon a time, there was a young dragon trainer named Emily. And Emily wanted nothing more in all the world than to train her very own dragon. Unfortunately, all Emily had at the moment was a dog. No, I have, two, I have, a, I have a cat. You have a cat? I can't have a dog until I'm 10. Ah, oh, okay. So all Emily had to train was a cat. And what was this cat's name, Emily? Baby. And Emily said, all right, baby, it's time for you to become a dragon because I don't have any dragons to train, so we're going to make you into one. And baby said, meow. <laughs> okay, baby, here you go. First things first, you got to learn how to fly. And she picked up baby and threw him up in the air. <laughs> Just like threw him up in the sky to the clouds and then he landed with clouds all over. <laughs> yeah, so she said, that didn't work. I think we need to throw you up from a little little bit higher in the air. You go to space. <laughs> Into space. So she said, all right, kitty, now we just need a rocket ship to outer space, and then we're going to throw you down from outer space, and you'll learn how to fly on the way down. But he doesn't have any wings. <laughs> You're right. He doesn't. He's going to die. I hope not. And baby the cat said, I don't think I can do that. No, he she said, then what business do you have being a dragon? And Baby said, I'm not a dragon, I'm a kitty cat. See, cute, fluffy, bat things around with my paws. And he got himself all tangled up in string and said, see, I'm a cat, please stop trying to make me into a dragon. 
but all I've ever wanted to do was be a real dragon trainer. And so she went out with her cat baby looking for a dragon. One time we tried to get baby on a leash, so we kind of tied him over a string and then I was just dragging him. He was just laying down. <laughs> so she said, okay, baby, here, let's put on your yarn leash. Baby said, well, I don't want to wear a leash. But we're going outside. You have to wear your leash. Come on, kitty, let's go. We've got to find a dragon. I know there's one nearby. How do you know that? Well, see that big round rock that looks like an egg? <laughs> and the cat said, uh, yeah. She says, well, look, right behind that rock, there's a dragon egg. And right behind the rock was a giant dragon egg. What color was the dragon egg, Emily? Um, I would say like blue green spots. Ooh, a, a big blue egg with bright green spots. And she went up and knocked on it. Hello, is there a dragon home? Did the dragon say anything back? No, dragons are really silent because they can't talk when they're an egg. That's right. She said, oh, we've got to get you to hatch. Hmm. Maybe just get a hammer and then smash the egg. <laughs> she said, hmm, it seems like it's getting brittle and it's really warm. I can hear pecking from the inside. I made a cannon. What's that? I just made a cannon. You made a cannon? Yeah. She said, I'm going to make an egg-cracking cannon. That'll do the trick. And she took that little rock that she'd found in front of the egg, and she brought a slingshot out of her back pocket, and... Dragon, if you can hear me, duck! And she shot the egg. She shot her egg-shaped rock right at the egg. <laughs> crack! And a splinter crack came out of that egg. And then... A giant explosion and out crawled a big dragon and baby said I'm out of here and grabbed its yarn leash and tried to run for the road. I don't think cats want to hang out with dragons. No. This dragon was deep, dark purple, almost black. And as soon as it pulled itself out of its egg, it shot bright blue flame into the sky. That's one of the special dragons in the Dragon Trainer movie. She said, okay, dragon, it's time for you to be trained. And the dragon said, huh? I don't think I feel like it. It's the whole thing. I find a dragon, and then I train the dragon, and then and then and then we're the best dragon and kid pair in the whole universe. The dragon said, Meh, I don't feel like it. I guess being a dragon trainer is harder than I thought. I got an idea. Good. She gets a bait and puts it down the dragon's favorite food, and then there's gonna be a cage above it, and then when he eats it, you'll trap him. Ah, very good. She's okay, dragon. I know you don't feel like listening to me, but maybe you feel like eating this big smelly fish. And she held up a giant mackerel that she'd brought just as a snack for baby. And she threw it right under a cage that she'd set up already. The dragon said, Ooh, I do love smelly fish. <laughs> oh, it's a really stinker. Oh, and it jumped on the fish. And down fell the cage. Hey, what gives? I didn't want to be in a cage. I just wanted to eat a fish. I'm sorry, dragon, but you've got to be trained. You're too big and dangerous to run around willy-nilly. And the dragon said, You haven't even named me. You're right. A dragon isn't truly a dragon without a name. Night Shadow. 
And she said, I know. What if your name were Night Shadow? And Night Shadow said, Wow, I really like that name. See, now you're treating me like someone, not just like a thing. And she said, You're right. That was step one. Now step two is, we need to make you into the best dragon ever. Well, how, how, do you, how do you know who's the best dragon? What is this, some sort of dragon flying training contest or something? Is there a dragon training contest, you think, in What If World? Yeah. She said, actually, there is. That's why I've been looking to find you. All right, Night Shadow, let's fly to the dragon training contest. But isn't he a baby? And he said, whoa, wait a second. You know, I'm I'm pretty little, though. Do, do you think I can still do this this contest? I got an idea. Oh, yeah? They can go to a little secret area I have, and then they can make a potion where he grows to the adult. Full-grown size? Ah, Emily says, well, you know, I happen to know a wizard who can make potions. And these potions can help you grow to full dragon size. I don't know, is that is that fair? Oh, why wouldn't it be fair? We're just going to get you nice and big so you can join in on the contest. We better do it fast because I think the contest starts tonight. Yeah, you're right. So she hopped on the dragon's back. And she and Night Shadow flew all the way. It's like a zoom. Oh, it's more like a zoom? Okay, <laughs> let me see. How does it sound? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so they flew all the way to the Learnatorium. And they landed softly. And they landed as soft as you can imagine. You couldn't even hear it. Which is why Abacus P. Grumler didn't hear them until... They were knocking on his door. Oh, I was taking my mid-afternoon tea nap where I have tea and fall asleep in my cup. And he put aside his teacup and he strung out his beard of all the tea that had gotten soaked up by it. Well, let me just get to this door here. Emily, what are you doing here on a Saturday? It's, it's my day off. I'm here just for a minute. I just need to borrow your growing potion. You want to become a grown-up overnight? No, not me, my my dragon here, Night Shadow. And Night Shadow raised his big wing and like he was flapping, like he was saying hello. Hi, Abacus. Uh, I want to be a big dragon so I can enter the dragon training contest. Well, I happen to have the potion right here, but you know that if you drink it and you don't learn all the things you need to learn as you're growing, that you might not be, you know, as smart and capable as a... But she'd already snatched the potion out of his hand and was feeding it to Night Shadow. Mmm, that's a good potion. He was every bit as big as the Learnatorium itself. And he climbed up atop it and spread his wings wide and blew a streak of blue fire right up into the sky. And Emily said, Wow. Now I think we're ready to win this contest. You're the biggest, most beautiful dragon the world has ever seen. Now, if there were a dragon training contest, where do you think? Would it be over the desert? Would it be on an island? Would it be underground? Would it be in space? Where would it be? Park. Oh, the park. She flies all the way to the park and lands. And 
A, and a young boy walks up to to her. Uh, um, um, uh, he says, and she says, oh, oh, bless you. He says, no, that I wasn't sneezing. That's my name. My name's Achu. And she said, oh, um, okay. Uh, well, wh- what are you doing here? Are you in the contest? He said, yeah. A big dragon walked out. He said, I've been raising this dragon my whole life. And, and it walked on out, and it was—it looked just like Night Shadow. It had really big black scales and long wings, and as big as it was, it was only half as big as Night Shadow. And suddenly, burr, 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 the contest was underway. The announcer came out. Now, what's a, what's some other kind of silly creature or animal or thing that you like, Emily, or a character from What If World? Pokemon. Ah, so out came the announcer. It was one of the snow game on of What If World. It was Snarazard. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, the big ice dragon. And Snarazard got on the microphone and said, "Snar, Snarazard, 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 Snar." And Emily said, "Um, I don't understand." And Achu said, "It means you're up first. And she got onto her dragon. Okay, Night Shadow, let's show them what we've got. And she took off. Now, they'd been practicing flying all the way to the Lernatorium and all the way over here. But he'd gotten about ten times as big recently. And he was flying. Whoa, whoa. You know, it's hard to fly when you just grow up all of a sudden. Yeah. She said, okay, okay. So maybe we need to practice flying a little more, but I know something that's really impressive. Let's show him some fire. And the dragon let out its dragon's breath. And it burned all across the sky. And it even evaporated the clouds instantly. And suddenly it was bright and sunny on this otherwise cloudy day. And everyone in the audience clapped. Wow. And then it was a Chew's turn. A Chew got on his dragon and she flew around. She was a lot smaller than Night Shadow, but she was really, really quick. And she'd obviously been practicing her whole life. Soon in and out, she flew around little rocks. She flew under the, the bleachers that all the people were sitting on. She even flew circles around Snarazard himself. Snarazard, And then up into the air so far that no one could see her. And she f- started flying back down. It looked like she was going to crash into the ground, but choo, she turned at the very last second and blew fire all across the ground, spelling out the word. What word do you think she, she spelled with her fire? Blaster. <laughs> and she blasted out the word blaster. Everyone was ooing and eyeing. Wow. Oh. Emily, can I hear if you were in the audience, what's what's a noise that you might make? Like an ooh or an ow or a wow. OMG. <laughs> and even Emily herself went, that's really good flying. And then Snarazard started talking again. Snar, Snarazard, Zard, Snar, Snarazard. Oh, I can't understand this guy. And Achoo said, well, now that was the first contest, but we need to do the second one. What do you mean? I thought dragons were just 
big and they flew around and they burnt things up and they ate fish and he said, I know that was the first part of the contest and you did really well, but now we've got to prove that we're a good dragon, a, a really, really good dragon. And she said, oh, I don't know. We didn't practice this. Night Shadow, what are we supposed to do with something good that we can do? And they looked all around. There were some people in the seats. They seemed hot under the sun. Uh, There were uh, some other people that looked a little hungry. I don't know. She was having some ideas, but Emily, do you have any ideas? What's What's something nice that a person can do for someone else? Buy a shed and then give them, like, put a shed down, put them some food, and then give them some good clothes. Wow, that's really nice, Emily. That's such a great idea. This time, Achoo and his dragon were able to go first. Oh, we didn't actually get his dragon's name. Does she have a different name? Longfoot? Ooh, Longfoot. (laughs) Her name was Longfoot because indeed her feet were much longer than her legs because she was going to grow up to be an even bigger dragon. And Longfoot said, well, it's my turn to go first. And she said, and since you evaporated all the clouds, I'm going to use my secret breath weapon. And she flew up into the sky and she had a different breath. She started flapping her wings and shooting out water. What? She could shoot fire and water. That must be a really advanced trick. And she made it start to rain. She drew back the clouds, and they were raining and drizzling, and everyone was holding up their mouth. Mm, Ooh, it's nice, fresh. It tastes like filtered water. (laughs) And and everyone clapped. Very nice. And Emily said to Night Shadow, Okay, we've got to do better. And Night Shadow said, Okay, I've got an idea, but you just got to follow my lead. She jumped on his back and she said, I know, but we're going to do something nice for all of them, right? I was thinking shelter, food, clothes. She said, I know, I know, I know. And I was listening. Let's go. And they dove right into the water. Splash. And she said, "Uh uh-oh. Oh, she held her breath as she was holding on tight. And he flew down to the bottom and found a sunken pirate ship. And with his giant arms and all of his muscle. He picked it up and started swimming back towards the surface. Emily had been holding her breath so long she felt like her lungs were about to burst. Splash! They came out with a giant pirate ship and as he was flying in the air, he started tearing bits of it off and kicking one with his leg, slapping another with his tail. And Emily saw what he was doing. Oh, she started taking pieces off where she could reach and throwing them this way and that. And they landed. And little huts. And little houses. And little cabins all around the giant park surrounding the dragon training contest. He said, and for the finishing touch... And from one big crate, he opened it up, and there were a bunch of old soggy clothes. Plop, 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 plop. They all fell on the ground. And Emily said, wait a second, we can't give people gross old soggy clothes. But what's something that might dry those clothes really fast? The sun. The sun, that's right. He said, I know. And he blew up his fiery breath again and made all the clouds go away. 
and the sun shone down, and it sparkled and steam rose from the clothes, and they were nice and dry. And all the people that had spent all their money to get to the dragging training contest and didn't have houses or clothes, and they walked out and had their pick of all these different pirate clothes. Ooh, nice shirts. Ooh, I'm going to wear a bandana. Um, I don't have any place to wear this pirate peg leg, but I know I'll use it as a, as a, a chewing stick for my dog. Yeah. <laughs> and her dog came up and started chewing on it. And everyone was so happy. Snarzard said, Snar, there's Ard Snar. Snar, Snar, Snar. Oh, will you just speak English, Snarzard, so people can understand? And Snarzard said, Snarzard? And a chew said, He's saying that we both did some really, really good things. But who do you think? Did, was there a winner or do you think they tied? What do you think? Winner. Winner? And Snarzard walked over. And he grabbed Emily's hand and raised it up into the air. Huzzah! And then she said, oh, but we tried so hard. And she said, well, I've been thinking about being a dragon trainer my whole life. I've read every single book. I just wasn't lucky enough to have a dragon as early as you. And he said, I guess you're right. But you know what? I think if we work together, we could probably make a really big difference. We could probably give people a lot of help. And so they both climbed on their dragons. Achoo riding Longfoot, Emily riding Night Shadow. And off they took into the air. The end. That was really good. Oh, thank you, Emily. You know, it was only good because you helped me. It's so much fun telling a story with another kid because you gave me all kinds of awesome ideas. But Emily, I, I really wanted to say thank you so much for your awesome review. You and your mom have been our some of our biggest fans, and I think this story is going to turn out really great thanks to all your help. All right. We had a great time today. Folks at home, I'd like to thank you for waiting for Miss Karen and I to come back from our wedding in order to get this next new episode up for you all. Live stories streamed online just for you are just one of the many cool things we offer to our Patreon members. We finally get enough members to do our very first live stream story, and that'll be happening this month. If you want to find out more about that and how to help our show grow, check out patreon.com slash whatifworld. I'd like to thank Emily for her great question and awesome participation. I'd also like to thank Karen Marshall, my editor, producer, and wife. She's the reason this show exists. And I'd like to thank Craig Martinson and Jason O'Keefe for contributing to this show and coming to the wedding as well. And I'd like to thank all you kids at home who aren't in any hurry to grow up. We've got a lot of fun stuff to learn along the way. Until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>